Dave. Oh, now look, you're a Londoner, aren't you? Yes. London Dave, that's what we call you. Yeah. What happens to your uh, your coffee grounds, Dave, in that there London? I thought they went to the great refuse bin in the sky, Oh. Well, some maybe, but many are collected by our friends at Up Circle, who cycle around London daily, collecting leftover grounds from coffee shops and transforming them into skincare products. Coffee oil, Dave, is extracted from the leftover grounds and used in their face serum for its brightening properties. Now, it's a five-in-one product, this bad boy, and for under £15, you get something which hydrates your face, Dave. Like, I've got a lot of face. Softens ends of your hair. Not relevant. Not your hair. Uh, supports nail growth. Uh, it's good you can put it in your beard. Well, not relevant for you. Not my beard. Uh, and it can be mixed with your foundation. So there you go, Dave. Well, there's nothing I like more than mixing things in with my foundation. Oh, and because this is Up Circle Beauty, it can be refilled as part of their return, refill, reuse scheme when you're done with it. So if this sounds good, you can get yours for 15% off at upcirclebeauty.com just by using the special code just for you, dear Babble listener, Babble Circle. Welcome to Sustainable 266. Welcome yourself, all to Sustainable 266. Ol, are you braced for an episode about your favourite thing in the world? I've never been more braced. I've never been more clenched and ready to unclench some babble upon the world, Dave. That's right. We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast, Ol, and we are here to tell you that just because things are coming out of your bottom, that doesn't mean it has to be bad news for the planet. Yes? Yes. And what? is coming out of your mouth this week. Gosh, well, look, we are unashamedly children and mm. we talk about poo a lot and it's all very silly and it's not big and it's not clever and we probably shouldn't do it, apart from this week when we should do it because we're talking to someone who's made a film about poo and how poo is going to save the world and that's exciting and it legitimises us and that's all ultimately we care about. That's right, we are talking to the wonderful Troy Hale, Professor Troy Hale, joining the small but loyal ranks of professors that have obtained to appear on the Babel. And Troy isn't allowed to get on his high horse about it being a professor because he'd made a film called Shit Saves the World, which is a documentary film. It follows on from his very successful 2016 documentary film, Fart, a documentary, which is all about farts. Well, this one is all about poos, and it's all about how important it is that the poo that we do does not nause the planet and things we can do with it so that we do not indeed leave a right shit state everywhere. Now, very excitingly, uh, though slightly frustratingly, I wasn't allowed to watch the film before this interview. Uh, so I am blind to the uh, majestic wonder of poo and specifically the majestic wonder of uh, Troy's film. But uh, we're going to find out all sorts of things about it and we're going to whet your appetite to go and watch the film just as much as mine will be whetted. That's right. You weren't allowed to watch it because this entire episode is one large poo quiz for all. And to be so, clear, that's a large quiz about poo rather than a quiz about a large poo. So, before any of that, the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? 
Yes, but these are very much our own views. So if anything that we say makes you have long feces, I mean faces, oh. please do take it up with me and I'll or Troy directly, but not with anyone for whom we work. Yes? Yeah, it would be bad if someone said to us, you know, you, you've got to resign. You guys really, uh, you should squit your, your job because of this podcast. We are a listener-supported podcast, so if you like what you hear and you would like to chuck in the price of a pint or a number two, then you can by going to www. How much is a number two? How much do you pay for your number two? Well, stay stay listening to Pooh Quiz and you'll find out. Go to www.patreon.com slash sustainababble. Thank you so much to everyone who does. We love you. Right, so on with the poo quiz and on with the interview with Troy. And we couldn't help ourselves but say, hang on a minute, you there, professor, academic-y stuff, how come you like poo so much? Let's cut to the chase here. You love poo? And you love farts. That's what you like. And that's fine, because we do too. But our excuse is that we're immature children. <laughs> but you're a university professor. So what gives? Uh, th- that doesn't mean I'm not an immature child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it's, it was one of these topics, you know, when we're, when we're making films, you know, one of the things is you come up with a whole ton of ideas. And after you come up with a funny idea that everybody laughs about, you go, well, has this been made before? So you go into research mode and you start looking around for things. And I, I found out, well, no, this hadn't been made before. And the fart documentary was the same way. And I said, well, that, you know, that's something to look into. And, you know, one step leads to 20 steps, which leads to 100 steps, which makes a film. So your first documentary, Fart, Fart, a documentary. Yes. Um, that's about farting then, is it? Yeah, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, yeah, it's absolutely about farting. Well, it's about it's about not taking ourselves too seriously as human beings, uh, you know, those kind of things. But yeah, it's definitely about farting. But um, <laughs> yes, no. Here's here's how this is going to work. So, Ol hasn't seen um, your documentary "Shit Saves the World," which is we'll come to when that's out. It's coming out in the UK soon. It's out in America. It's a film all about poo. Now, Ol hasn't seen it. I said, Ol, don't be watching that because you're going to get a poo quiz. I'm going to come to a poo quiz in a minute. But before that, Ol, I must say you're being very restrained given that we're talking entirely about poo and not immediately collapsing into hysterics because nothing makes us titter more well, than talking about poo, does I it? I just think it's nice to pass the mic sometimes, isn't it? You know, we spent eight years basically trying to crowbar poo into every topic that we address and now someone who actually has talked about poo is on the podcast. Like, let's, you know, I'm I'm humble enough to pass the shit mic to somebody else. <laughs> well, only about so, something like 15 or 20% of all of our content has been in some way about poo. But why is it, do you think, before we get into poo quiz, why is it that we are immature about poo? Like, why have we got such a funny old relationship with poos and farts? You know, it's it's one of these things that we all do. And it's something we don't like to talk about. And when it's something we don't like to talk about, it just makes it that much funnier to talk about it, Uh, especially in professional situations like a podcast or a TV show or a film that makes it even more funny. And uh, I I think that was with the last two films. It's about, hey, these are things we can talk about. You know, we're human beings. This is something that we do. Uh, And it's actually completely amazing the infrastructure that's in place for this. 
And this kind of thing, the infrastructure that we put in place for getting rid of our own waste has allowed us to build up massive cities because we just get all that human waste out of that city and put it somewhere else. And that allows us to live the way that we do this day and age. So, uh, but it's, it, it's just one of those topics that when you get together with a bunch of friends, you just start cracking up about. And uh, I, you know, I guess laughter is the best thing in life. So it's a great topic. So where I live in a very old little higgledy-piggledy town in England has got lots of those Tudor houses where the top is wider than the bottom. And that is because people used to lean over the side and either do their poos out into the street or chuck their poos out into the street. And presumably when that was happening, you sort of had to talk about poo a bit. Like, is this a peculiarly kind of modern and indeed Western or even like, I don't know, American and an English thing that we've all gone taboo about poo? To poo, I suppose, would be the portmanteau. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, you're probably right because, you know, if it's in your face all the time like that, it is something that you're probably going to have to talk about. And that's the whole... Yeah, <laughs> Oi, there's shit in my face again. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that was the whole guardy loot. That was, you know, people throwing shit out the windows and that's why, you know, we, we have this in the film. That's why men would walk on the outside of the street and women would walk on the inside street because the women wouldn't get hit by flying shit coming out of windows. Uh, so so it, chauvinism it, it, wasn't dead in the Middle Ages then? I, I guess not. I don't know. I wasn't there. But <laughs> you've, ruined, you've ruined poo quiz. That was going to be a question in oh, poo quiz. If I was there. I beg. <laughs> no, a poo quiz. Why, uh, well, I can give you a version of poo. Here's a question of poo quiz. You sort of cheated on this. Why is a loo, the, the generally English phrase for a loo, ol, why is a loo called a loo? Um, Troy, if, if you were listening, Troy gave you the answer. But, <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> what is, but he was talking about women walking on the inside and men walking on the outside. No, no, no. He did give you the answer. So, Troy, would you like to tell Ol why the loo is called the loo? Yeah, it was it was garde loo is some French term that meant watch out for the water. And that's what they would yell oh, when they were okay. throwing stuff out the window. Very good. No, we're not now listen. We're in danger of ruining <laughs> poo quiz if we don't do poo quiz. So here's how poo quiz is gonna work. Um Ol will get asked a series of questions about Pooh. And then Troy, the director of a film about Pooh called Shit Saves the World, will tell us whether or not, will tell Ol whether or not that is correct. Yes? How well, um, Ol, given that you are an expert in Pooh, how well do you think you're going to do in Pooh quiz? I feel quietly confident, I have to say. I, <laughs> I reckon I will get somewhere in the region of 40 to 60% right. That's some confidence. <laughs> yeah. Gird your gird yourself. Gird yourself. I'm girded. How many Troy might actually not know the answer to this. He's gonna to have to be very diplomatic. How many owls worth of poo does all do every year? Right. Hang on a minute. So there's about seventy kilos of all. Well, that was pre-pandemic. Let's call it 75 now. Uh, I, oh, okay. I don't imagine, know. Imagine, imagine, imagine it all piled up. Then. Are you how, talking how, about how what, mass or, or, or height? Weight. Sorry? Weight. Weight. Okay. I think, um, I think a poo is, I hope a poo is less than a kilo. Um, 
I think it's probably about a quarter of a kilo. So that's 150, 300, 300 poos to get an all. And let's go for one a day. I'm relatively regular. So I think it's about 1.3 owls in a year. Troy, without knowing exactly how many owls are in an owl, how does that shape up? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. <laughs> well, by my calculation, the uh, the answer to that is about two owls. So I had to do a, a conversion on the figure that's in your film. It's about 145 kilograms of poo a year is done by the average human. Does that sound about right to you, Walt? Do you think you poo two owls? Well, I'm glad I underestimated rather than overestimated. But uh, yeah, okay. Two, I've, gosh, I passed, passed myself twice. That's quite some effort when you think about it, isn't all, it? All I know is about the weight of a lion. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> well, you didn't have to go and hit me, did you? <laughs> is my nose bleeding? <laughs> One of the points your film makes, Troy, is there is an awful lot of poo in the world and only getting more, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's humans, we're, we're, there's more and more of us every day. There's 7.8 billion of us right now. And in, in 10 years, there's going to be 10 something billion human beings and that's not counting all the other animals that exist so yeah it's a it's a lot of shit <laughs> what, what would generally happen to it normally well i mean for most human beings it goes down their pipes you know from their toilet and we forget about it and i think that's a little bit of the point of the film is what happens to it where does it go and one of the um wonders of the world is water treatment you know i, I forgot who said that but they said, what's the most important thing that's happened to humanity? It's water treatment plants because it allows us to clean up all that, get the water back into the water system and uh, and not get sick like we used to uh, back in the day when we would throw shit out the windows. Anything else you'd like to say, all about the amount of poo you reckon you do in a year? Do you think you shit a lion every year? <laughs> uh, well, that seems like a slightly self-aggrandizing way to look at it, but yes. Yes, a big lion. Okay, question number two, and this is building off something Troy was talking about there. Oh, what percentage of the world's population would you say, roughly, do not have a toilet? Ooh, I bet it's a terrifyingly high percentage. Uh... Uh... Uh, okay, I'm, I'm going to say about yeah, twenty percent. Uh, you're a little bit low. It's sixty percent. Four point five billion human beings. Sixty. Yes. Eesh. Yeah, it's it's surprising how how far we think we've come, and how little we've come in that you know in that area. Yeah, there's still parts of the of the world that practice open defecation. And that leads to a lot of diseases. So how long is it? And this, sorry, Dave, this might be jumping in on um, on Pukas, but I mean, how long, how, how recent is it, I suppose, that the majority of a population in a developed country like the US or the UK would have had access to the toilets that we know now? Like how, how long ago was, were we all pooing in the middle of the street or whatever? Well, surprisingly, the toilet is almost like 150 years old. It's not very old. Wow. So, you know, a couple of generations back, we didn't have a flush toilet. 
you know, you're talking about some of the some of the stuff in the UK with the with the houses being skinny and all that kind of stuff. You know, we we had castles and they were just there was just a hole in the top of the castle where the king would poo would come all the way down to the bottom and somebody would clean that up out, out of the bottom. So, you know, flush toilets, that's still a fairly new concept. And almost, you know, if we're talking about that time with 150 years for for uh, for flush toilets, we've only been making films for about 120, 130 years. So about the same amount of time we've been making movies is about the time we've had flush toilets. And when do you think France are going to start using flush flush toilets? <laughs> I, uh, I I'm not going to answer that because I have a I have a signed deal in France for this movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I take your point. I take your point. <laughs> But it is terrifying, isn't it? So, like, one of the things your film is very big on is the kind of you mentioned it actually earlier on that the, the the human health implications yeah. of having poo all over the place. So it kind of implies that in still an awful lot of the world, a lot of stuff that we in like the West have taken for granted forever that like there's not poo everywhere doesn't apply, right? Oh yeah, and I mean that's that. But even we've had those problems, you know, in London they had the Great Stink of 1858. Where all of the all of the sewage was going right into the river in downtown London, and that's where you get drinking water from. Same kind of thing that happened in Chicago, and they reversed the river in Chicago to deal with that. So we've we've been dealing with that kind of stuff all the time. You know, if you if you have humans getting rid of their waste right near where we eat and we drink, that causes problems with our health. So uh, it's it's a very recent thing that we're able to take all that waste, get it out of our house, get it, you know, miles and miles away for it to be taken care of somewhere else in a central place. The great stink of 1858, wasn't that the thing that, like, because the Thames goes past the Houses of Parliament. I think I knew about this. Do you know about this? Yeah. It was like, um, and they were basically in Parliament going, yeah. if you you let one go (laughs) or something. And were forced to confront the fact that the smell was going, and only that got is it true that like only that got Parliament to actually act on it when it literally was in their own backyard? What, yeah, that, that's the story that I've heard. And and also that that summer was an incredibly hot summer and uh, the river was just stagnant. So it was just sitting there and that, that, yeah, that was definitely part of it. And then um, people started to realize that uh, they didn't realize that ha- having human waste near our drinking water was causing human beings to get sick. So once somebody figured that out, then they were then they would deal with that right away. But yeah, that was a huge issue, and not just that, but in in London, they were digging um, uh, they were digging wells, and they were going right through old cesspools to dig the well. Oh my so god! So all that water was going right through a you know a, a cesspool from fifteen hundreds or something like that. And that was making people sick, and that and that's a place in downtown London. It, I think there's still a plaque up there about that. And that right now they are constructing a new version of the mega mega sewer under the the River Thames to replace the one that was built back then, right? And it's 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 always held up as this kind of example of like brilliant Victorian engineering because they didn't they didn't just consider how many poos are there now. They were like how many poos are there going to be uh in 50 years time whatever. And and to be fair to the Victorians that kind of worked for quite a long time, right? They 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 did a good job, if you pardon the expression. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's it's about us building cities up. I mean, you know, they had no idea that there would be that many people in London in 2020. You know, they that I think that would be mind blowing to them to to realize how many people we have in that city now. So they developed that for their immediate future, and and you're right, it held up all this time. So they did a great job at that. Right. Okay. Things are going to get... So now we're, we're edging into your area of specialist expertise now. So we're oh, combining we? the poo, which is a thing you are expert in, <laughs> with something else that you're very expert in. So I want a, I want a perfect answer to this question. All right? You ready? Uh, okay. I feel under quite a lot of pressure okay. now. But Yeah, you're going to get the special high pressure quiz music now. And I just had a spider fall on my neck, by the way. So that was... Oh, admirably unflappable. Right. Yeah. Question number whatever it is, three, three, in Poo Quiz. How cool are dung beetles? How cool are they? Exceptionally yeah. cool. Arguably the coolest animal in all of the world. Possibly the known universe. Well, definitely the known universe and possibly the unknown universe. Troy, would you say that's correct? Oh, of course. I mean, if you <laughs> if your name's the shit beetle, you got you got to be pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I love beetles. I don't know why. I just I just have always absolutely loved beetles. I think they're beautiful and extraordinarily varied and works of art and they like they're on every continent apart from Antarctica, I think, and they've they've conquered every habitat. And if it wasn't for them, we would be just swimming in shit. They run towards piles of shit when the rest of us run away from them and they deal with our poo for us. And when they're rolling up their poo in little uh, balls that they then plant their babies in so their babies can have something to eat, the way that they navigate, the way to push it backwards with their back legs is via the Milky Way. Did you know that, Dave? I didn't know that, but uh, Troy, did you know that? No, no, I had no idea. I... I got to I got to see him firsthand when I was in Tanzania, and that's 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 what made the film. I had my camera with me, and I was just blown away by these little things, and the and the fact that I think that that is the perfect recycler. You know, that's yeah. just there's there's nothing that is more renewable than shit. We're we're not going to run out of it. You know, we're going to have more and more of it, and these little things recycle that. And I think that leads into some of the other areas of the film with human beings that are figuring out how to recycle this this resource as well. And, and oh, I, don't spoil poo quiz. Don't oh, spoil poo oh, quiz. Sorry, 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 don't, sorry. Don't you spoil poo quiz. <laughs> sorry. We're, we're coming to that. Um, but it I just. Was, it was a perfect transition, you know, <laughs> going from hey, this... human nature or nature with the Beatles doing this to. to okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> are you implying I haven't carefully structured poo quiz? <laughs> Where do they take it? Where do dung beetles take it? Where does it go? They take it home and do what with it? They take they take it home. They they uh, they consume it. They uh, plant their eggs in it so that when their uh, when their babies are born, they have something to eat. They build their houses out of it. 
which is another perfect transition, but I'm not going to go there because I don't know where your poo quiz is going. Oh, spoiler. <laughs> if you do any more spoilers of poo quiz, we're going we're gonna to fall out. I better move on. It's an on interesting format, isn't it, Dave? Get someone to talk about their thing, except don't let them talk about it because <laughs> you structured a load of questions about that specific thing I, that you want to ask. I've got my, I've got my uh, media cheat sheet here, so sorry about that. <laughs> I just keep going on the next topic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's very good. I noticed at the top of your media cheat sheet, I, I couldn't help but notice the phrase saying, don't say shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when I, when I've, when I've done, you know, radio shows, <laughs> it says that, and normally I ask at the beginning, but you guys said right at the beginning of this, Hey, don't worry about it. Say whatever you want. I go, great. But normally when I, when I do media, I'm like, uh, let me ask if I can do this or not. And they're like, no. All right. Why did you so, make a film? Sorry. Hang on a minute. Why did you make a film called shit saves the world? If you were then unable to say the name of your film when promoting your film? It was really terrible planning. <laughs> no, no. I mean, the idea of it, it you know, Farta documentary is the same kind of thing. It's, it's about, in a way, it's clickbait. In a way, it's, it's, you know, hey, this is what this film is, and this is, uh, uh, it, it, I mean, it is what the film is about. But I could have easily called this, you know, a human waste and its effect on the planet. But nobody's going to click on that film. You know, they're going to click on a film about shit. Uh, so that's that's one of the ideas. And it's also about, you know, we have the Daily Show here in the U.S. I don't know if you guys get that over there, but, it, you know, we. Yeah, yeah. yeah. OK, so we got we've got that kind of thing. And it's all serious, serious topics. But the host jokes about everything and people love to watch that. So it's the same kind of thing with this. It's, this is a comedy environmental film, you know, to, to let you laugh for an hour and a little bit. But also just to sneak in a tiny bit of education here and there, you know. Oh, yes. I would like you to name, come up with five different things you can do with poo. So what can what can we do? Do you see what I mean? <laughs> with poo. Yes. I, I, yes. Thank you for repeating so if, it using exactly yes. the same words. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I, I didn't understand the first time, but the second time made it incredibly clear. Okay. So if you you say a thing and then Troy will... I'm going to shut up for a bit. Troy will tell you whether that's right. Okay. I think you can burn it. Yes. Um, I think you can use it to build walls and stuff. I think it, I can, think it can be combined with straw or something to use to, to make walls. Uh, yes, you are correct, and and not only that, but uh, in London they're making bricks out of it to make homes. They are, yes, and retailing at only two million pounds per square meter. <laughs> I imagine. I have to say, I'm uh, struggling to afford a house in London as I am. I actually considered doing that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- I estimate it. I estimate it would only take me about twenty five years to have the ground floor done. So this is a real. Hang on, this is a real thing. This this is a commercial enterprise, or or is it just kind of yes, yeah, proof of concept at the moment. Yeah, no, the water treatment plants in London are are creating bricks out of it. Shit, a brick. Yeah. <laughs> Language, Timothy. Uh, okay, so what have I done? I've done two two poo uses so far. Um, ah, oh. Well, okay, let me go back. When you said when you question when you said burn it. Yeah. What did you? Obviously, you can burn it, but kind of what, like, to what end would one burn it? Do you think? Uh, I suppose I was thinking for energy, um, 
So, I suppose, yeah, there's anaerobic digestion is not really burning it, is it? That's that's letting it give off its gases and then harvesting the gases. So I'm going to have that as a separate one. But you can burn, presumably you can burn it for kind of heat, warmth, in a straightforward way. Like, it wouldn't be very nice, but I'd imagine that is a way that poo is used in some places, maybe. Yep, yep, you are correct. And they they dry it up and they use it to burn and and cook and heat and all that kind of stuff. Oh, cooking, sexy anaerobic digestion. Uh, I'm going to play the sexy anaerobic digestion music in the background. What is this going on? Um, is what Troy? What is anaerobic? Uh, so it's a, mm. it's a process where you're recycling human waste and food waste and a bunch of other stuff, uh, animal waste, and it's uh, again. I'm a filmmaker, not a scientist, but it all goes into a big mixing pot and ferments and makes gases, which then can then turn turbines. So it's a way to create electricity. And that's not like Disneyland fairy tale stuff, right? That kind of no, no. There's there's yeah. there's one a, a mile away from me here. That's that's how actually how we started the film was uh, we started uh, thinking about Puda power, uh, and we have an anaerobic di- digester on campus and. Went over there and it's an easy, you know, I just pick up my camera and walk a mile away and talk to the guy that does that over there. And he had a great sense of humor. So that led to the next step of the film. And he said, hey, did you know that I worked with the the, the Detroit Zoo? And there's an anaerobic digester there where the animal's poo is used to power the hospital, the animal hospital. So the, yeah. the, an, the animals are actually you know, doing stuff to create their own health benefits at the hospital, which is just an amazing little process. Noddy, Noddy, the little man with the red and yellow car. Noddy. Um, as you were saying that, I'm sure I remember seeing, I don't know what it, a, a news article somewhere about like cars that were running on human waste. Is that, is that a thing? I mean, I suppose that's technically burning it probably again, but I'm sure I've seen what, something. Who actually directly pooing into a car? No. Well, that sounds like something just well, off Sort of indirectly, be. yes. Like it, it being used as the fuel to propel a car. I'm not quite sure how. Have I made that up? Troy, your face looks a little bit like I might have made that up. No. Well, I, I don't have that in the film. I would assume that that would be possible in some manner because of the anaerobic digesters and the ability to do that. And the anaerobic digesters, I believe, are making methane, which I think could power a car. So indirectly, okay. I think you could be correct there. Uh, I don't have that on my cheat sheet, though. <laughs> and it's probably, the babble is not recommending opening your fuel cap and having a shit in it. No, I, I don't think that'll work. Right, hello, Dave here, and I'm whispering so that old doesn't hear me. But what I've done is snuck into this episode of Babble just to give a little plug to my other podcast, Your Brain on Climate. It's all about human brains and how they work and don't work and how they think about the world and how what they think about the world is part of the climate crisis and how understanding the climate crisis means understanding human brains and how they work. And we come at things sideways, so we look at things you might think have nothing to do with climate change at all. But when you unpick it all, everything does. It's called Your Brain on Climate. It's available the same place you found the babble. I hope you like it. Please have a listen. Don't tell him I'm here. Oh, he's coming. Okay, bye. Your brain. Your brain.
on climate. Okay, I've run. I've run out of um, of, of ideas now. I, I'm, I'm at my limit of imaginative uses for for poo. What are the others? Uh, I will. I will go on a couple for you. Uh, one, if you if you harvest it, so basically uh, out of the toilets goes to the water treatment plant. There is metal in our poo just from stuff that we consume. There's gold and silver and all kinds of different metals that I can't even pronounce in there that can be used for electronics. And in something like 1 million human beings, there's $13 million worth of metal that we can harvest out of it. What? So where are we getting this metal from then? Where? Just, I mean, just, just by you consuming, it's it's small amounts of metal that we're consuming. It's like, you know, even from my glass here, maybe a little flake comes off and I consume that flake. Uh, packaging material when you open up the packaging. I've got my, I've got you know little, some of these you know food here. That little metal inside there. Sometimes we get in. So it's it's very small amounts. But if you harvest that out of millions of human beings, you get a good amount of of metal back from that. Wow. I, I assume even breathing, we're probably consuming something in the air that way. Oh, oh, about fillings. What about people who have like gold fillings and stuff? Right. That must they must poo them out eventually, right? Right. Yeah. I mean if they chip off, those kind of things. Yeah, absolutely. All right, there's a spider just crawling up my face now. You see it? <laughs> I could see that actually, yeah. And it's amazing. I mean, I mean, your audience can't see you, but I can see that you guys are in these beautiful studios in downtown London. I'm surprised that all the uh, all those spiders are in there. (laughs) This pristine, (laughs) pristine recording environment that, in Ol's case, is definitely not the shed. Definitely not the shed. (laughs) Just like where I'm at, (laughs) right here, being in the shed. (laughs) The last hour or so is that the shed got all dark and cold, and so the spiders were like, "Yay, it's spider time in the shed." and now they're all a bit miffed that I'm in here, but there we go. I was, uh, I was, sorry, I was right. trying to help. I was trying to help out your audience. <laughs> Just get that picture of a beautiful studio. <laughs> I'm a trained actor reduced to the states of a bum. Okay, so also here's uh, here's a question for you. This is not really part of Puka's. So I'm interested in your answer, and then Troy, I want your answer to this as well. Would you drink water? What used to be poo? As in, it's been through a water treatment plant and has been depooed. Yes. <laughs> no, it has chunks in it. <laughs> if, if, if you, yes, if that is what I meant. If it's consistency of a sort of smoothie, then no. Um, yeah, I, I, I trust science mostly. Interesting. Um, it's a very 20th century position, if you know. <laughs> so, yes, I would drink water that had been through a modern, well-regulated and well-staffed um, and properly funded water treatment plant. Yes, I would. Does that make me odd? Uh, does that make him odd? <laughs> does that make him odd? I, I, I mean, from from what I'm gathering, no, because uh, I think he's already probably pretty odd. But uh, I mean, we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about a uh, we're talking about a poo podcast, and I, I directed a poo movie. I'm odd too, so I, I that's yeah, yeah. that's you a good thing. Off, that's a you good thing. Oh, but 
But I, I don't think, I mean, I don't think you are odd. First of all, you know, we were talking about recycling and, and people are recycling poo into water and that's being used for all kinds of things right now. Uh, even, um, uh, I can't think of his name right now, Microsoft, Bill Gates. Bill Gates is is doing something where they're recycling poo into water. Uh, and we're going to have to recycle human waste. Uh, on the space station, they recycle their pee right now. Because if not, they just have to constantly get deliveries up there. And if we're going to travel to Mars and back to the moon, we're going to have to figure out what to do with our own waste and recycling it to a usable thing that we can uh, we can use on those planets is going to be important. That was both poop water? Absolutely. You're unbelievable, Bill Gates. I can't believe you did that to me. That makes me think of another thing that poo might be used for, which is growing crops. Because in that film that had uh, Matt Damon in it, where... He's on his own in The Martian. On? You're thinking of the Martian. Yeah, it's the Martian, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Martian. yeah, yeah. And he and he grows potatoes from poo, right? Uh and I am I right in thinking that we also spread uh so water treatment plants spread the poo and stuff that they filter out that has been treated, they spread that onto onto fields, don't they? Pretty sure that's what goes on. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of uh uh use as uh, as manure. And as uh, you know, stuff for farms and those kind of things for sure, and growing absolutely. There's, and in fact, I w- I've been talking with a uh, a zoo up here in uh, near Seattle, and they have a manure that they make out of the zoo animals, and it's like one of the top manures in the country. People line up for this this stuff. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, that that is definitely one purpose. Okay, last question. There's, there's, there's so much amazing stuff that I'm not asking questions about because then you won't need to go and see the film. You should see the film because the film is very good. There's an awful lot of stuff that you would find brilliant old about pooing in space, but we're not going to talk about that right now. I'll tell you off air. But it's very, very good. Yeah. Um, so watch Shit Saves the World because it'll tell you all about it. Last question in Poo Quiz. Oh, what is the furthest, as far as Troy knows, that anyone... Has ever thrown a poo? <laughs> wow. Um, okay. So this is going to have to be a poo done by someone of my parents' generation who don't really believe in drinking water, and they and they poo sort of <laughs> like a bowling ball. Yeah, exactly. Like they yeah. poo very, very dense sort of pellets. Um, occasionally <laughs> rabbits because uh, the last time they had a drink of water was 1955 uh, so we one of those nonsense in it <laughs> exactly be one of those sorts of poos and I think I mean I've got quite a good arm I've got I've, I've got a good throwing arm despite my unathletic frame I can throw quite well so I think if, I, if it's a sort of pebble size quite I'm going to go for 50 metres. No, that's too far. 40 metres. You'll have to put that into feet, I think. Okay, well, that'd be about 130 feet. Try the spider this time on my ear. You know, I I don't have this figure on my cheat sheet, (laughs) so I don't remember it exactly. But I'm thinking like half a football pitch, wasn't it? Something like that? Well, 266 feet. So it's about twice what you said, Ol. So what's that, about 100 metres? Something like that. Uh, uh, yes, right. well, yeah. about 80 metres, yeah, 80 or 90 yeah. metres, yeah. 
100 meters. Now, that's that's at the Iowa poo throwing competition. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, which... we've got to go there. That sounds <laughs> that's amazing. If anyone would like to sponsor us to attend and take part in the Iowa poo throwing competition, you know how to reach us. A lot of people make the mistake that it's, it's a frisbee. It's more like a couch up, and it it doesn't really fly very well if you do it laterally. You, you got to do it overhanded. Well, there's a bunch of different techniques if you really want to get into it. <laughs> I do, and I do. <laughs> you can do the overhand, you can do the discus, you can do the granny between the legs kind of throw. But uh, <laughs> uh, one of the things that they did say was, uh, you know, part of it is picking out the right poo. So which nice. one's going to fly better? So they've got a big, you know, a big trailer there of of, uh, of dried cow patties. And you get to pick your own. <laughs> Last question for you, I guess. Like you, I, I suppose I've learned a huge amount about the amount of poo there is, you know, the health issues it causes, and all the amazing stuff you can do with it. Kind of like, how are you optimistic that human is humans are going to harness their own feces for good in the scheme of things? Do you think we're going to do a lot more of that inevitably as the world goes on? Yeah, you know, that's I, I've done a lot of different stories in my career, and you know, a lot of the the environmental stuff I've done has always been you know, here's how, how we're harming the planet and, you know, we're just ruining things. And the nice thing about this film is, yeah, there's a little bit of that in there. This is how we're we're harming things. But at the end of the film, it's it's very positive. Here's all these companies and all these people that are doing positive things with this. So in this in this area, I think there's a there's a happy ending so far to the movie. And and moving on in the future, it's definitely something we have to think about if we're gonna have humans off the earth. Uh, so uh, I, I think this is a solvable problem. Everything everything in the film, I think, is a solvable problem. And is that we, we often like to ask people, um, is there anything they can do in their own lives? Um, so is there anything, if I finish this call and I go and have a poo, is there anything I can do with that poo that's helpful? Or should I just put the poo down the toilet and I, be done well, with I mean, it? Well, sure. There's things you can do. I mean, there's uh, during the pandemic, I was watching all of these uh, travel shows where, you know, a couple got into a catamaran and they traveled around the world in the catamaran. You know, a lot of those don't have flush toilets. They have um, I I, I can't remember what they're called right now, of course. Buckets. Yeah. Well, basically, but it's it's, you know, turning that into something else or making that into something that you can dispose of properly. Uh, so oh, compost toilets, kind yeah, th- of. Yeah, thank you, thank yeah. you, com- yeah. composted yeah. toilets. So there's definitely those kind of things we can think about doing, but also just realizing that this is a topic we can talk about, and there's all kinds of things all over that you can get information about. You know about, uh, uh, you know how to properly wipe, which sounds funny, but is is using clean water and clean uh, 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 paper the best way for us to do that? Uh, or, um, you know, the, the whole bidet thing is a big deal with a lot of people that say this is a lot more healthy for us to do it this way. So there's a lot of things you can look up and just become educated on a topic that you don't really think about too much. It's, it's an astonishingly sort of complex cultural and psychological thing when you get into it, isn't it? Because if you said to somebody, right, your hands are dirty, how do you think is uh, what do you think is the best way to clean them? You've got two options. One, run them under water 
and rub, rub them together under that water or two, mash some sort of tissuey paper into them and rub it around for a bit. And like, which of those two things do you think is going to make your hands cleanest? And I'd imagine most right-minded people will go, well, it's obviously the water. But then you say that to a British person, you say, right, wash your ass with water, <laughs> not toilet roll. And they say, you pervert, you, you arrest this man. And it like, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't occur to most people in the UK that that was an in in any way acceptable thing to do. But like you say, the B-Day is, you know, obviously a very different proposition. And- well, and it, I think it's also like the time that we're in, right? It's 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 not weird for us to use flush toilets, but back in the 1700s, it wasn't weird for them to throw shit out their windows. <laughs> so I think in the future, we will be at that that kind of thing where, where you know, we won't be, we won't be taking clean paper and and flushing that down the toilet. Troy, thank you so much for coming on to Sustainable. What is the name of your film? How can people see it? Um, and how can people keep in touch with you and all that sort of stuff? Awesome. It is Shit Saves the World, S-H uh, little star T, Saves the World, which... When you guys were talking about that before, that's a pain in the ass too. Right now, when people are trying to look up the film and they put the eye in, they don't get the film. Is so, that, I just hang on a minute. So people, <laughs> do people not get offended by SH star T, but they would get offended by SHIT. Is that where we're at with the word? I, I, I well, partially. I, I don't know what it's like for you guys, but in in the US, you know, there's still certain words that are kind of. I, I mean, I think shit is getting a little bit better. And and they're starting to use it a little bit more on television here. But, you know, we had a, a bunch of laws, you know, 15, 20, 30 years ago about the words you couldn't say on TV. And that was one of them. So just for safety's sake, I put the little star in there. But that's creating a lot of SEO problems when people are looking up <laughs> stuff online. I, I will tell you, I, I did a Facebook ad and I got denied for the Facebook ad because there was cursing in the Facebook ad, even oh, with the star. No. They said no, we can't run a Facebook ad. Uh, so, 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 where can you find it? Well, right now we, we've got a deal set up for the UK and Ireland. Uh, we do not have a release date yet. I was bugging my uh, my people this week because I knew I was coming on your show, and uh, I still don't have a release date yet. But it should be pretty soon. We signed the deal a couple months ago, and uh, right now you can check us out on at shitsavestheworld.com with with the I shitsavestheworld.com. And then I've got, I'm working on my uh, Instagram page a lot every day. Uh, we've got a TikTok page. We've got Facebook. We've got anything. If you just type us in into Google, you'll probably find us somewhere. So that is just about it for another episode of Sustainable. Thank you very, very, very much, Troy, for making a film about poo. Yep. Uh, and You're going to watch it now. Coming onto the Babble to talk about it. Yes, I very much am going to watch it. Uh, excellent stuff. Thank you, Dave, for babbling and for quizzing me on poos. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and indulging us and our scatological ways. Um, we're never going to change, so just deal with it. Uh, thank you to Dickie Moore for all the music that begins, ends, and intertwinkles this 
podcast and to Arthur Sobel for the logo, which is on our stuff, including T-shirts that you can buy from wobblywobblywobbly.sustainabble.fish. Yes, I've just had a thought, of course, that um, you could watch... This isn't a joke. Like Troy's film is not yet available on things like Amazon, Eek, but other places yet in the UK. But it is in other places, and I don't know what the legality is, but you can use a VPN. VPN. Yeah, I was going to go, was, and, to go and watch that. You can. I was going that. to ask Troy to say that, and then I thought that might be a bit unfair to get him to advocate VPNs. But I don't. Yeah. I'm never quite sure a VPN. Don't know what it is. I don't, I don't know. know. Whatever. Troy didn't say it. We suggest it anyway. Um, if you like what you heard, you can drop us a review on your podcast medium of choice. We mean iTunes. Go and give us a five star review and write some words to say how much you love us that's the thing that the algorithm notices please and thank you to everyone who does that and if you really like what you heard you can go to www.patreon.com slash and chuck in the price of a pint to say thank you Dave and all right that's it we're done yes, we are done we are going to go and spend some quality time on the porcelain throne and think about what we might be producing for the good of humanity Yep, right, you are all. I don't want you to flush anything anymore. I want it in a bucket. I want it uh, composted, and I want you to be drinking it by Tuesday, please. <laughs> Deal. Bye! Hey, Al. Hey, Al. Hey, Al. Hey, Al. Hi, Dave. How you doing? How you doing, yeah. Al? Super. You had a good day? Yep. Good day, yeah. You ready for yeah. some uh, some chuckles to ease you into the evening? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Hey, oh, yes, yes, yes. You there? Good. I am here. Okay. Oh. Hey, oh, uh, last weekend I, I went to a hotel. Uh, did you? Yeah, and it, at the hotel said that, um, uh, no, that's not right. Uh, I said to them, oi, it says on your website that there's uh, a sauna. And yeah, where's the sauna? And they said, oh, that, that's out the back. There's an old potting shed that we've converted into a, into a sauna. And I was like, really? And I went to have a look at it. It was really rubbish. But, you know, I still admired their hut spa. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I murdered that, didn't I? You I murdered, murdered that. Yeah. But also, that's not a million miles from the sort of thing I would do at the beginning of an episode. <laughs> You know, tortured, totally not worth the investment of time.